I am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in a millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. Yes, greetings, y'all. I am Erin Patton, also known as Master L, and welcome to the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. It is Meta Monday as well, and also the second week of 2024. And I know that we had this beautiful, inspiring podcast last week about how to get to and through all of your goals and your dreams for 2024, and I hope that you were able to receive that in truth and light and honesty, and I hope you were able to uh, to share that with friends. If you haven't already, I encourage you to follow me. Follow me at I am Erin Patton across all social media platforms. Also, this podcast has its own platform as well, the Meta Business Millennial Podcast. Be sure to follow us, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and also invite you to check out my website, erinpatton.com, where you can find so many more resources such as these, where I dig into all of the nitty gritty details of what it means to be a leader, a business leader, a governmental leader, a nonprofit leader, a leader in your household in this day and time, because it takes work. It takes a lot of work. And I really appreciate all of you who are already following and supporting. So definitely share it with your friends and continue to spread the word because this message is gold. This message is diamonds. This message is priceless. And it really adds value to your life and beyond. And so I I also want to talk about now that we are already getting to and through our goals for 2024, how do we deal with the breakdown before the breakthrough? Okay, (laughs) we're a week into our 2024, and I know many of you, myself included, have already experienced massive challenges, massive resistance, it feels like, to what you thought was going to be a smooth and easy new year, right? We're always thinking like, okay, we're going to get to this new year. Oh, thank God it's a new year. It's going to be so much better, blah, blah, blah. And it will be. But what happens as soon as we hit that roadblock? Because that has already happened to me. It's been one week and I'm just like, what? It's truly the breakdown before the breakthrough. And we have to understand that this is how the journey goes. Like there are winding roads, there's hills, there's valleys, there's pit stops along the way. And we have to understand that the breakdown is essential for the breakthrough. It's essential. It's essential in many ways, and I can start very plainly, and as I always do with my own personal experience, because this past weekend, I kid you not, I'm in the bed sobbing and praying to God, because I have such big dreams for 2024. I have such big goals for my business. I have such big expectations for myself, (laughs) and I always have, and I always will. 
And I want it all. And I talked about this last week and there's nothing wrong with wanting it all. There's absolutely nothing wrong. Yet there's sometimes a punishing feeling that we feel when we don't have it. I literally was feeling like God had forsaken me. I literally felt that way. Like I was Jesus Christ because of how hard I work, how honorable I am, how how respectful I am of people. And I wasn't feeling the same in return. I wasn't feeling the honor in return. I wasn't feeling the reciprocity, the respect in return. And it pained me. I'm telling you guys, the breakdown before the breakthrough is painful. And it is in that very pain that we begin to sort through what it is that no longer serves us. Who in our lives no longer serve us? What activities am I participating in that no longer serve me? And this is what in like the Bible and scripture and other places you, we call the pruning process, the refinement process, because the higher and higher our dreams and goals are, the more and more we have to refine, the more and more we have to prune, the more and more we have to really align ourselves with that big ass dream. Because when we have these big dreams, you have to know that there's going to be resistance. There's going to be contrast. There's going to be challenges to get there. And a lot of it can be tests. I know a lot of times you're thinking, okay, God's testing me. A lot of it can be that. And sometimes a lot of it is just realigning with a new direction. And as we're shifting that direction, there's going to be a little bit of like squeaky wheels and you know, rust and things that have to be oiled up and brushed away as we as we're turning that that caboose <laughs> into that new direction. And that caboose, of course, is our being, our intentions, our goals. And I I, I feel this for myself clearly <laughs> in terms of my breakdown before my breakthrough. And I know that this is what a lot of you all are experiencing, a lot of what all of humanity is experiencing, and especially people who are in leadership roles, because there has not been more demanded on us in this day and time to show up not only for ourselves, to show up for our subordinates, to show up for our colleagues, to show up for our peers, to show up for our family members, to show up for our children, There are a lot of people we have to show up for, (laughs) including ourselves. And what do we do with that? We wanna make sure that we're honoring ourselves in the process. And we're honoring even those moments where you feel forsaken by God. (laughs) Where you feel forsaken, you feel left behind, you feel forgotten. Who's taking care of me? Right? (laughs) Right? How many times have we been there? I know I'm not the only one. How many times have we felt forgotten? And we know that's not the truth. Even as I'm sobbing and praying, I know it's not the truth. But it feels so real. It feels so painful. And that's where the honoring of self comes into play. When you have these big feelings, when you have these painful emotions, you have to acknowledge them. (laughs) They're not just coming from nowhere. 
And that's how you know that it's the cusp of a breakthrough. When you know it's not even true, what I'm feeling. But it's the, it feels so real, but it's not the truth. Because the truth is I'm fully supported. If not by anybody else, at minimum by God. <laughs> and that's all you need in this planet, on this day, in this day and time. And, or source, energy, or, or your spirit team, or yourself, however you want to describe that. At least you got you. And that's how I look at it, too. I'm just like, if I don't have anyone else, I have me. I support me. I believe in me. And that also takes work. If you aren't going to be able to experience something outside of yourself, you have to be able to experience the internal support, the internal love, the internal motivation, drive. If you don't have nobody else to tell you that they love you, you have to love on yourself. If you don't have anyone else to say, Aaron, or such and such, John, Rachel, whoever's out there <laughs> listening, if you don't have anybody else to speak to you, you speak to yourself. And that is how it goes in these breakdown moment times. <laughs> In these moments where we are like at our wits end and we know we're, we're so close to our dreams, we're so close to our goals, we're so close to this launch, we're so close to this new product uh, rollout, this new service delivery, we're so close to that next promotion, that next bonus, and it feels like everything's falling apart right before you are there. You are there and you're owning it and you're claiming it, but you feel so disconnected from it. And that is okay. That is the emotions that need to be processed and released in order for you to get there, to get to that next breakthrough. We don't realize how much we carry emotionally in all that we do. And this is fundamentally the work of the metabusiness world, another metabusiness community. I mean, even in our offerings, we, I do the one-on-one -on -one coaching where we work through our emotional roots, our emotional trauma. We have our vision and values exercises where we actually talk through what is meaningful to us in our value system that can keep us focused on our vision and our goals, that can support us in redesigning strategy and continuous improvement and change management. All of these are parallel processes, if you will. As we're shifting strategies, as we're going towards new goals, as we're changing up staff or approaches in how we do things in our work, in our businesses, in our organizations, we have to acknowledge the emotional stress and strain that comes with it. And the feelings of pain that we're experiencing or anxiety with the changes. And when we're not doing that aspect of the work and the process, then you might as well not even do the work. Because you have to be able to be in a different space to do the different work. That's why we're called the human beings. Our beingness actually has to shift in order for our doingness, our manifestations, our work, our goals to be achieved. 
And I'm going to continue to talk about this week after week because it's something that I'm constantly reminding myself of. We're all constantly reminding ourselves of because we're not used to working in this way. We're just not. This is why the metaphysics world and the work that I present to you is super important. It's leading edge. It's groundbreaking. Really? If I just cared most, mostly about my emotions and how I felt, that can shift the way my work and my organization operate? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I'm doing it too. <laughs> I'm doing it too. I've been, I went to Harvard Business School, Harvard Kennedy School. I went to Macomb School of Business. I went to Plan to it. I went to all these schools that taught me a very different modus operandi. A very different one. Putting a lot of uh, papers together and writing a whole bunch of stuff and figuring things out with my head and, and, and spitting it out. That gets you only so far. And it definitely won't get us into the future. So now as we're shifting the way our world is and our world operates, we had a massive shift in 2020 with a global pandemic, with a global shutdown. Ever since then, everything is different. And we all know that and we all feel it. We cannot operate as we have in the past, as we have done in the past. It will not bring us into the future and we will not be successful in the future with those same mode, that same mode of operating. We have to be willing to acknowledge our entire beingness in every single aspect of our business, in every single aspect of our family life, our relationship life, our emotions are our guidance system and they no longer can be ignored. So this is why when I talk about the meta-business world work and we're doing the vision and values exercises, we're doing the one-on-one -on -one coaching, we also have our VIP day where we're coming into organizations and we're very distinctive, distinctly and uniquely curating experiences for teams to have these activating moments of conversation, of addressing strategies, of addressing processes, in a very open and direct and transparent and emotionally, ooh, feeling energetic way. It's a new way of doing things. It's actually a fun way of doing the work. Who could ever imagine that doing new strategy work, doing new processes, changing up the way we do our, our functions and the organizations could be fun and pleasurable? Well, it has to be. <laughs> it has to be for it to be sustainable for us to continue to come back and wanna be innovative, to continue to come back and wanna be creative, it has to be something that we want and desire to do. We deeply have to feel that. Yet as we're getting there, there are gonna be moments where we break down. There's going to be moments where we're, we're feeling the pain of in the stress of the shifts. That's what it is, it's kind of like, Snakes shedding the skin or the butterfly or the caterpillar transitioning to the butterfly. It takes work and it's uncomfortable and it looks weird and probably nasty and scary. And so our, our, we react to that. And in our reaction, that's what we're feeling, that anger, that anxiety, that feeling left behind, that feeling of forsakenness 
being forgotten, being not supported. These are real emotions. And these are real emotions that we likely felt in our childhood that we could have experienced maybe in past lives, if you want to go there. And so these are real emotions that have to be acknowledged in our being and also have to be cleared. Acknowledged, noticed, named, and cleared. Nurtured. That's the, that's the three-step process. Notice, name, nurture. And in the nurturing, it gets cleared away. And as we clear this away, we want to acknowledge that process, honor that process, and understand that there is absolutely no punishment. There's actually absolutely nothing wrong with your feelings. And this is something that I personally experienced in judging how I feel, <laughs> in judging not being happy, in judging not feeling grateful for my beautiful life. In, in, in judging that I want so much more. And I believe that this can come particularly for me in a sense of maybe if there's some point in our lives, especially as children, that we were just told to be grateful for what we have. Thank God for your blessings for where you're at right now. And with that, it came a punishing feeling that there was something wrong with wanting more. There was something wrong with wanting more money wanting a bigger house, having a nicer car, a more material things. There was often negative emotions or judgments atta attached to those things. And that's the process that has to be acknowledged. That I actually do want nicer things for myself and my family. And I want to do the work to get there. Not only do I want to do the work, I want to be honest in that journey of getting there. I want to be integrous. I want to be respectful of other people. I don't want to step on other people's toes. I don't want to stab anybody in the back. And these are very intentional statements and values that I live by, particularly in my work with the meta business world and getting to building a billion dollar company. I'm not building my company off the back of slave labor. I refuse to build my company off the back of exploiting other people. Yet this is very much how business has been done for millennia. And especially in the past century. We are coming out of an age where we literally expanded billions of dollars in businesses by making people work on, on assembly lines, losing arms, killing themselves for business purposes not educating massive amounts of populations so they can be controlled and dominated as they work. And this is the history of business. So we are healing a lot of what we're just coming out of, literally, a few decades. I mean, even in the higher realms of finance, banking, you hear so often how people are working 100-hour weeks and they're glorified for that. People are losing touch with their families, with themselves. Send emails all day to sit at the desks and compute like their computers. This fundamentally is not a sustainable way of doing business. And we're going to feel 
again, back to the today's topic, a breakdown in that shifting. It's going to feel weird. Like, oh my God, I'm so used to working a hundred hour weeks. So, oh my God, I'm so used to doing all of this, but it's stressing me out. It's really stressing me out. And so even I have to sit with that in my emotional capacity myself. And is it about working more? Or is it about trusting that the, that the work that I am doing is getting me where I want to go? What are some aspects of my business currently that aren't, that aren't uh, producing, aren't efficient? So it really begs the question to be more of a problem solver than a workhorse. And that's a fundamental shift in how business has been done. We're used to the workhorse. We're used to the horsepower. I mean, even look at our car system and, and you know, shifting from electric cars, from gas cars, you don't have necessarily that same horsepower type of element because it's like, we don't need to do all that effort to get where we need to go. <laughs> we really don't. And that's fundamentally what we're going to always be talking about in the meta business world work and in the work that I speak to in this new age of work, this new earth paradigm of work is how to do more with less. How to do more with less effort, with less stress, with less anxiety, with less backstabbing, with less competition with less taking advantage of people. That's not how you win. That's actually how you lose. And if that ain't a word, <laughs> I felt that deep in my soul. I mean... <laughs> This is why I do what I do. I couldn't feel more deeply about what I do. I care so deeply about human beings. I care so deeply about my own life path. There is no reason for us to be killing each other to get what we want out of this life. Literally hurting each other for money hurting each other to get ahead. Why? <sighs> Y'all know I've been battling <laughs> some congestion. And there's really no reason for us to be in this space as a, as a human collective. Yet here we are. Here we are, and there is no judgment. There is no anger at it. There is just at this stage an acceptance of how far we've come to a point where we got to return back to God. <laughs> they used to call it a point of no return. I don't believe that. We've reached the point where we ain't got no choice but to return. We have to return back to a state of order. We have to return back to a state of goodness. We have to return back to a state of balance, a state of righteousness, a state of respect for each other, a state of love for ourselves. 
And that has to happen in business. It, it must happen in business. Because business is that which controls and dominates our world. So as business leaders, it starts with us. It starts with the shift in our own being to be different. By being different, we do different. We act different. We have different ideas. We have different standards. We treat people different. And in that difference, in that difference making, there is a point where you're going to feel like you're not supported. <laughs> you're going to feel like, I can't do this. You're going to feel like this is too hard. You're going to feel like, why did I even make this choice to begin with? Why did I even listen to Erin? <laughs> yes, you're going to think that. Because I thought that. Why did I even choose this? Why did I even, why did I even believe in, in myself like this? Why did I even take on this mission from God? Why did I choose this? Because there is no other way. That's why I chose it. Because this is the path. This is the way. This is the Tao. This is the Tao, however you want to call it. This is the way. And I'm so grateful to be experiencing all that I'm experiencing in this journey. In teaching this message. In embodying this message. And walking this path of creating a very conscious, God-aligned, divinely aligned business. Because this is the way. And we do it still being ourselves. A lot about me has changed and a lot about me ain't changed. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and that's the beauty of it. That fundamentally, I did not have to mask who I am in the process. I didn't have to... <laughs> I didn't have to whitewash myself. I didn't have to change my very values to succeed. And this is what I hope to impart upon you, all that are listening and following this journey and are getting inspired by this journey and wanting to come along with us on this journey and work with us in this journey, is that we do not have to change our essence. We do not have to sell our souls. We don't have to sell out to make money, to have the recognition, to be acknowledged in this world. Actually, it's quite the opposite. It's by being who you are. It's by standing up for your values. It's by respecting the people around you, especially yourself, that's going to make you successful. That's going to get you the accolades. That's going to bring you the wealth. Because wealth is more than just the financial resources. Wealth is the enjoyment of the experience. Wealth is the well-being in your body. Wealth is also the, the family, the loving relationships that you're surrounded with. 
whether you, you're paying people to be around you that are supporting you or you're not. It feels good. That's wealth. A feeling of wealth. Not a just material sense. And we've seen a lot of rich people go down in an ugly way, especially recently. It's right in our face. So we have to know that that path is not the right path. And I, I really feel that this is coming to a completion and I'm really kind of grateful for having this opportunity to express in a live way. And I really hope that this has, has settled and resonated with all of you out there who have tuned in. And I didn't get a chance to see any live comments, but certainly drop a comment later if you're watching this or send me a DM. Of course, share this with friends. And I, I would love to hear from you how you're going on your journey, how you're feeling if you're at a breakdown moment before a breakthrough, because we're here to hold space. That's what the metaphysics world is. We're an organization that holds the space for the massive amount of transformation that needs to happen on this planet, especially in business. This is our job. And it looks many different ways, but very simply, we have a VIP day in which we work with organizations to really activate their teams, really bring them along towards a new vision and values, which is our vision and values exercise that really takes a deep dive into getting to those business goals. And of course, you can work one-on-one -on -one with me in coaching or one-on-one -on -one with our other facilitators in order to support you deeply along your own personal journey, your own personal transformation. And you can find all these resources at my website, erinpatton.com. Of course, you can follow me across social media at I am Erin Patton, our podcast channel at the Metaphysics Millennial Podcast. There's so many ways it's happened. Like this video, definitely follow us, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and continue to show your support as much as you can for this work so that other people can see the value in being better, more conscious, more loving leaders in this world. And with that, I thank you so much for your time. I thank you so much for your support. And I love you and I wish you well this week. Peace. Did you really love this episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast? Well, I am honored, and I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it with your friends, because your feedback allows us to co-create more enlightened conversations. And if you're interested in growing your soul now, head over to my website, AaronPatton.com, to find all the show notes, links, and free resources to get your energy activated today. In the meantime, Stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.